are they going to deprecate other people's results in favor of their own product because they're supposedly their machine learning is better than being you know, being an open AI. It's just so much up in the air right now around where does this go? How does this sift out in the next 12 to 18 months? Hello and welcome. My name is Brent Weaver and this is the Digital Agency Show. The podcast that goes behind the scenes with today's top agencies and entrepreneurs. I am really glad you're here. And once again, it's time to transform your business mindset. We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 Lead Gen Strategies Checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners, digital agency owners? Welcome to another episode of the Digital Agency Show. I'm your host, Brent Weaver. And today we are bringing back a fan favorite, the one, the only, Aaron Rickson, founder of Rickson by his own name. He has been paid for writing well over 8 million words. That feels like an out-of-date stat for him. I think he's probably written a lot more than that. Uh, that's the equivalent of more than 13 copies of War and Peace, which my son recently reminded me has over a thousand pages. He has written for more uh, than 150 different industries across the English speaking world. He lives in Canada. He's got a life. He has a bearded dragon. He likes Frank Zappa. <laughs> and um, he's been writing for a ton of SaaS companies. I'm just going to plug the crap out of you right now. So if you're a, appreciate you're it, a SaaS you. or tech company right now and you need to upgrade your copywriting, then you should call Rickson.com. Yeah. What's up, man? What, what you said. <laughs> welcome back. And welcome Hello. back again. I don't even know what episodes you've been on, but you've been on a lot and we're here to, to chat have. about AI today. It's been a while. I feel like I just walked out of the tomb. Uh, I appreciate you having me back. We were just talking before you got on that that like you're getting social email updates through Messenger Pigeon. Is that um, intentional? In, indeed, uh, smoke signals. People people update me on uh, basically three things. Number one, understandably, they update me on the latest comings and goings of the greatest actor that our generation has ever known, Nicolas Cage. Number two, strangely. They update me on you and yours and your doings. I get constant updates about what Brent's doing and what Emily's doing and how you girls is doing. No, no words yet on your kids. And then number three, as I was saying to you before we started recording, I get about six emails a week asking me what I'm going to do once AI kills my job. So <laughs> it's been, it's a weird mix that comes into my inbox. I don't. I I like it all. I'll I'll, I'll read anything anybody wants to send me. And I I am you know I mean besides the fact that we're going to talk about AI today and copywriting because it seems like this has been uh, one of the most the initial salvos from the machines is to to uh, brainwash us with persuasive copywriting that may or may not be effective. Uh, time will tell. <laughs> But I don't even update social media that much. I just, you know, we kind of have our, like we obviously, like YouGurus gets a lot of business through the different social platforms. We do produce a lot of content and have some marketing engines. 
Well, I, I just it is it is kind of entertaining that people send you updates on me or on you gurus, and I don't even send that many updates. So I think that's the first, I like I don't like, know. You ever seen you ever seen Game of Thrones? There's a character there that has these little birds. He calls them his birds. There's spies everywhere, all over the entire land of Westeros, that report into him on what's going on. I didn't ask for that service, <laughs> but somehow people have created that service for me. It's like. You got the dark web and there's the Brent web. This is what I get. I get updates from the Brent web. Oh, <laughs> uh, well, maybe maybe that's something that, that the AI could take over for you, uh, maybe effectively. So, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, so I know, you know, we had we had a panel on the, the show recently talking about AI, chat, GPT. And, you know, I think Microsoft came out saying that they were going to do some stuff with their search engine. I know that uh, BuzzFeed is having AI write some of their content, which I, yeah. first of all, I was I was surprised that that's what they weren't already doing. Like they had like to like tell people like they're like oh we're gonna start doing this. I'm like isn't that what you have been doing? Like I didn't. <laughs> there are so many there are so many headlines that say, and you'll never guess what happened next. That it's very easy for an AI to write that headline. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if you've ever seen the um, like AI pickup lines. No. <laughs> so Emily, my wife, she just she loves and she edits this pod or she she does the show notes for the podcast, so she'll listen to this and she'll start chuckling. But yeah, there's um you know if you ever want to figure out whether AI is going to take over the copywriting industry, just look at like the AI pickup lines because they're like <laughs> they're good, but there's always something like a little <laughs> peculiar about slightly the AI. Off. It's like slightly. It's like it's like so close. But still, it's not quite there. It's not quite there. Yeah, was it to 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 rely on another pop culture reference? There's a running gag across the four thousand seasons of Family Guy. Uh, they have these two Europeans that speak English, but they speak it in a slightly wrong way. You know, they talk about getting a buying a beer for three dollars twenty. You know, like this is this is what I get from from AI. Like it's almost there. Until you start scratching at it, and then you see a couple of things. It's either something is phrased a little weird, or you do the smell test and you realize that it's completely lying to you, or or very authoritatively lying, or it just it. I mean, because of the way that it works, you know, I I didn't hear what you talked about on the panel, but it's it's a generative thing rather than a creative thing. It goes out and says, "What's the next word that belongs here?" Instead of saying, what can I write that's new? So in relying on everything else that's come before it, it tends to, it's surprisingly relies on a lot of cliches and a lot of tried and truisms that I think are, are really, you know, the death of any agency that wants to stand out from all, everything that all the other agencies are saying. Hey, what's up, agency owners? I want to let you know about a hosting platform that is giving digital agencies and creators around the world an edge when it comes to site speed, scalability, and profit. It's called Cloudways, and it's designed to create exceptional experiences for you and your clients that guarantees unmatched performance, reliability, and choice with 24-7 award-winning support. Cloudways is excited to offer our listeners a $50 hosting credit in addition to their amazing benefits of their agency partner program. For more details, head over to yougurus.com slash cloudways or use promo code DASCW when signing up. Let's get back to our show. I just, I had to Google AI pickup lines. Ah, what do you got? 
I love you, I love you, I love you to the confines of death and disease. The legions of earth rejoices. Woe be to the world. It's like mostly, it's like it's like 95% like a good pickup line, I guess. But like the 5% is like, I probably should run the other way, which, which maybe is a good, like, could you imagine being, you know, getting a text message, like getting that as a text message from somebody that you met at a coffee shop or a bar? Like, and I think this is a probably good, a good interlude to whether, you know, having AI write your most important pages of your website that are supposed to sell the vision or, you know, sell what your business is about. You know, it's like if it's mostly right, but the 3% that's not right is so wrong that it makes mm. your ideal customer question, <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, to that level of like, oh my gosh, am I... This is clearly an axe murderer, um, you know, <laughs> like, because that, that's what if I got that text message, I'd be like, oh, right. This is this is some like next level crazy, right? Like this is probably something yeah. I probably should not respond to. I should probably block their number. <laughs> you want to, they're going to make a lamp out of my skin. I mean, <laughs> you know, you don't want you don't want that. Who wants that? <laughs> so you mentioned you know. that, so you're you're getting a lot of questions about this, and it sounds like you know a little bit of something um, about about how the AI works in terms of content, because you probably haven't overcome this objection, or at least you're maybe even thinking about overcoming this objection with clients who are saying yeah, like, it, you know, yeah, for sure. And you know, I, you know, I touched on it there. It is a it is what's called a generative thing. I mean, how it works is, and I don't know if you if you've discussed this or not, but Let's pretend we've got an agency. The one that the name I use all the time is Random Web. So let's let's say we're 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 at Random Web and we're writing an about page for our agency, and we ask ChatGPT to write us an about page. There's a lot that you can put into the prompt. You I mean you can write a better prompt or a worse prompt or whatever. Let's not focus on the prompts right now. Let's focus on exactly how this stuff works. If you tell it you wanted to write an about page, it has an idea of what an about page should be. And it knows that a good way, or it thinks a good way to start an about page is at random web. So it'll spit that out, at random web, comma. Then it looks around and says, okay, what should come next? Well, most of the time, when we say at company name, the next word is we. So it says we. So you've got at random web we, and then it says, what comes after that most often? Most often we understand. And then it spits out, it goes that way to spit out a sentence like at random web, we understand how hard it can be to stand out online. That sounds awesome. And it's, it sounds even more awesome when it does it in 20 seconds, when it spits out 250 words in 20 seconds. But the, I mean, the key piece is, it's looking at what everybody else says. And if you say at random web, we understand how hard it can be to stand out online. You're doing a couple of things there. You're, you're, you're letting it tell you that that's the problem that your customer has. Maybe it is, maybe it isn't. And you're letting it rely on every other web agency that's ever written before. And so you're going to end up sounding like very many other web agencies. I mean, years ago, you and I joked about how every, what did I say? Every time you write, welcome to our website, God kills a kitten. <laughs> Remember that? <laughs> Probably three. Now that AI is yeah. doing it, you know. 
Yeah. But I mean, you know, that's that's an equivalent of that. You 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 see it on every hack website there is. We understand how hard it could be to blah 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 blah. And that's why we do the our team of experts, blah blah blah. You know, you could I, I have written countless fake examples that run exactly that way. So what it's what it's doing is it's it's unless you're paying attention, it's shortcutting that process. You need to talk about your differentiators, you need to talk about the services that you offer and the benefits of those services and describe in a compelling way how they are different and better than the other agency down the road or across the state. And that's hard enough for people to do. And I'm I'm just not sure that machines can do it yet. Right? Mm. You know, agency will say something like, we get you found in Google and um, you could you could get a prompt. You could prompt AI to tell you what that means. That AI might be able to tell you that means more traffic. It might be able to tell you it means more leads, more sales. But what's missing, and, and you know, similar to the stuff that you talked about in the in the Get Rich in the Deep End book, what's missing below that is the piece that that humans do. Well, what is more leads and more traffic? more sales mean to a business owner means the business is not going to go bankrupt and your partner is going to stop asking you how the bills are going to get paid and you don't have to worry about payroll and you don't have to stare out of the what did we say about heather in the book you don't have to stare out of the fishbowl office at your staff and figure out who you're going to lay off right that piece of the, the 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 sales conversation the copywriting conversation does not happen with a piece of with it with a generative text machine it's you know it can spit out facts that it has found but it cannot make facts it can it can look at what other people have said the benefits of your features are but it can't go deeper than that it can't say the benefits of the benefits and it can't express them in a way that feels authentically you and that vibes with your customer and resonates to the point where they pick up the phone and say, I have to have you as my web agency. Mm. I feel like there's a, and I, I love, I love the perspective that you bring to this topic, but I, I do feel like there's a, like a certain type of content that companies generate about their business that this will most certainly have an impact on, you know, not, not the, you know, nuanced, important, you know, high, uh, you know, high, high critical kind of content. That's like your key sales pages, your key about pages. But I mean, I don't know, like, is there a type of business? Like I'm just imagining, you know, I mean, highly commoditized businesses or location centric businesses or they got to just have like something online because there's people that are searching for them. They're like, maybe this is, this is, this does work, right? Like maybe for, you know, my local dry cleaners, like. Oh my God, I was going to say dry cleaning. Yeah. <laughs> Those poor dry or, cleaners, they're always used know, for. <laughs> the tire. Let's, 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 let's give the dry cleaners a break. Let's, for, let's go back to the tire shop where you got yeah. COVID. Let's, let's yeah, pretend yes. that, <laughs> <laughs> you know, we're, we're a tire shop. Tires are tires. An AI could very capably and very quickly write a blog post about why you need snow tires. You know, because like arguably, you. like like whatever content that's been created about snow tires that's meant to like sell snow tires has probably already been created. Exactly. You know, you're going to be able to 
And so let's let's put a bookmark in one piece of this because I want to get to an interesting distinction once we're fig- once we're done talking about this. But you're going to be able to use uh, chat 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 GPT. Let's so GPT three, you know, a sort of competitive machine learning engine that doesn't do as good a job as OpenAI has done with chat GPT. You're going to be able to use chat GPT to comb the web to find all there is to know about snow tires and to do a good enough job at expressing the features and benefits of your snow tires to fill up a blog post so that if you're lucky, you'll get uh, some search engine love and get people noticing that you blog about snow tires. Now, that's where the bookmark comes in. I have no idea what Google's got under the hood as far as AI detection or what they plan to do. BuzzFeed's not the only one that's using machine-generated articles these days. There's a market, I think it's market search or market something that's using openly using AI-generated articles that are vetted by editors. So do they have detectors? Will they use the detectors? As we're recording this, they announced today that they've got their own product. Are they going to deprecate other people's results in favor of their own product because there's supposedly their machine learning is better than being you know, being an open AI. It's just so much up in the air right now around where does this go? How does this sift out in the next 12 to 18 months? Will they embrace AI except for add to their 200 algorithm points some AI version on, on uh, you know, the authoritative content that they love? I've seen rumblings that if you're using AI to generate articles specifically for SEO, they'll penalize those. So you're getting into, yeah, AI can spit out this blog post for you in 20 seconds. You will then probably have to get somebody to check it for plagiarism, check it for factual accuracy, reword it so that it feels like it's written by a human. You know, it's, I mean, I'm not just saying this as a copywriter, you know, from a sour grapes point of view. <laughs> you know, sure, there's a voice in my head that says maybe they're right. Maybe I will be doing a different job two years from now. But I mean, really, it's it's really really interesting times when you can when you can use a computer program to generate sentences that read by and large very well about things and slap those things together to to you know, create some type of article. It's really fascinating. Yeah. I can, I can, I can lighten the mood though with another pickup line. Oh, good. Do it. (laughs) You have a lovely face. Can I put it on an air freshener? I want to keep your (laughs) smell close to me always. (laughs) 97% like it's, it's the intent is like there, but again, it's like, you know, just, it's brilliant. I mean, and so like, look, right? That's you know, not to not to make a teaching point out of that incredible pickup line. Uh, <laughs> those are all English words, and they're put together very well. <laughs> you know, they're they're put together very well, and even there's even an interesting concept there. You know, I will uh, ask me about the interesting concept because the second I'm done this sentence, I'm going to tell you. But yeah, it's it's the it's the execution that's off. It's like, yeah, okay, they're very great. It's very well written, but he would never say that. He would never, you know, like it. You'd have to check that. And if you were, 
you're in deep water writing about something that you don't necessarily know about, that you're not an expert on, it's very possible to make and publish a mistake. Google themselves did it when they launched their own AI. They put a they accidentally had an incorrect fact in there. They they referred to an article where <clears throat> the AI had said that the James Webb telescope was the first one to have taken a picture of something. Some some planet or some exoplanet or something. And and uh in fact the James Webb telescope had taken its first picture of an exoplanet just recently, but the first picture of an exoplanet was in fact taken 20 years ago by some other telescope. It was very easy to get this stuff wrong if you don't know what you're doing, you know? I don't know if anybody was was harmed in misidentifying <laughs> who took the first exoplanet picture. And I definitely want to hear about the interesting concept in a second. But I, I think that brings up like, you know, it's kind of the self-driving car thing with with Tesla. Like, you know, it's mind-blowing technology, likely much safer than the alternative, which is people driving down the highway at 95 miles an hour while they're texting mm-hmm. on their phones without self-driving, <laughs> you know? Yep. Um, and so it's like, it's better than maybe some of the alternatives, but then I think you end up with these, you know, these these easily avoidable mistakes had a person been paying attention at the wheel, like, you know, yeah, driving I mean, under a truck when, or something, you know, at, at full speed and not slowing down or whatever, right? Where you'd be like, any human driver yeah, would have so picked that up. Killing, you're not killing anyone exactly, right? You're not killing anyone with, with chat GPT. But, but it could, right? Like, I mean, because I, I, mean, well, I, imagine, yeah, I mean, imagine like, I mean, there's obviously areas where like prescription medicine. For sure. Or medical, right? Like, I mean, some- I've been rewatching uh, Breaking Bad with my kid, and there's a scene early in the show where he talks about these mirror uh, elements or mirror compounds. Where if you structure a compound one way, it's beneficial, and if you simply flip the orientation, it's actually poisonous. Um, you could very easily make a mis- you know miss a mistake in a recipe, for example, that made your cookies inedible or uh, made your you know you could accidentally have it publish the wrong cooking temperature and and uh not properly cook your meat and give you food poisoning or whatever i mean you know like mm. with the google thing the reputation damage i mean that, that was a that was an own goal there like that they that they accidentally put a falsehood in there and that became the subject of the news stories rather than the fact that Google has launched this Microsoft competitor. That's a lot of reputational damage. So that's an own goal as far as PR is concerned. Mm. Somebody is in over that <laughs> today. <laughs> you can imagine somebody's somebody's getting grilled in the boss's office. <laughs> but it's still like, uh, you know, I mean, I definitely like. I mean, I, I would look for an industry like yourself, and I imagine there are. There's, you know, maybe it's this. The C player copywriters are getting the cut. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which, I, you know, the C player, like, I mean, I was, somebody sent me a, a, a chat GPT, like, you know, how, how, you know, how should I grow my agency or something? Uh, and yeah. it was like a good, like, five part, you know, breakdown of like, you know, five different strategies you could use to grow your agency, uh, mm-hmm. which, you know, is interesting. I think so. I mean, I have, uh, you know, I, it can do a, it can do a reasonable job of sounding reasonably good. 
you know, I mean, I, I wrote this, I, I had, I had it write this, uh, uh, and it, it did this on its own design value and pricing, the key to your business growth at random with, we understand the challenges faced by services, business, service businesses in today's digital age. That's why we've designed a comprehensive solution that addresses your biggest pain points, design value and pricing. Better design. Our team of experts create stunning and functional websites that reflect your brand's unique personality and values. We guarantee that your website will not only look great, but also perform optimally to attract and convert visitors into customers. Sounds awesome. You and I both know that positions you as a commodity at the bottom of the barrel. You're talking about design and pricing instead of anything else that might be distinguishable or that you might be able to value price for. For an agency just starting out, maybe they think this is the greatest thing since sliced bread. <laughs> the, the, the smarter ones. Oh, this is the interesting concept I wanted to mention. I use AI for outlining. I use it for research. I use it to remind me what I should be talking about. I use it to help guide me when I don't know anything about a topic and say, okay, web, tell me what, you know, give me a pricey of what I should be discussing. The AI actually, when I asked it to compare, Human writing versus AI writing. It spit out a metaphor at me that I've not been able to find on the web. I feel like maybe this came from somewhere. I can't find it, but it's actually an interesting one. It, they said, it said to me, uh, sorry, I called it they. It's the difference between a meal cooked by a master chef and a microwave dinner. I feel like that somebody must have come up with that and, and <laughs> they knew they were like, somebody's going to ask what's the difference between yeah. AI and not AI. Yeah. And it's a, it's I mean, a, it's and there's a, master... a lot of legs there, right? Yeah. You can take that and build on it. But like I did, you, you could explore the reality of all the work I've done, all the practice I've done, all the studying I've done to quote unquote, create the gourmet meal that is my copywriting and charge accordingly for it. And you can compare that to a microwave dinner where it's done super fast. It'll fill you up for time. It's, it's going to work it's the same as food. It may not be the most nutritious thing in the world. If that's all you ate, you might end up 350 pounds and still craving <laughs> microwave dinners. But I mean, it's a, neat, it's a neat metaphor. It's a little weird. It's like your AI pickup line. Somehow it's putting something together and saying whatever. Maybe all the stuff I just said about generative versus creative isn't true. Maybe they're actually about to take over the world. <laughs> the here's, computers are here. Here's a, here's here's my here's my last AI pickup line. You look like yeah. Jesus if he were a butler in a Russian mansion. <laughs> well, they stole that one from my website. <laughs> <laughs> that's that that's 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 the. Uh, that's the current state, but there's there's got to be an element, and I, I like that you brought up this uh, this ex, you know this executive master chef versus uh, a microwave dinner because I mean isn't there like I mean I, I was almost thinking of like a drinking analogy of like a bunch of you know sophisticated people sitting around and you know twirling the the tannins and you know smelling uh, and. Yeah. You know, talking about this wonderful, like, why did you go over like one room of the liquor store? There's just like people throwing <laughs> back the boxed wine, and they're just getting, getting their, uh, getting their fix, right? And um, well, yeah, there's a, there's definitely um, there, there's a, a 
chunk of people for whom there is no difference. Maybe your listeners are more discerning, but there are a lot of people out there that see no difference in the AI examples that I sort of frown on and and my writing. And so for that audience, this is the greatest thing that's ever happened because where a copywriter charges a lot of money, you know, by the hour or by the project or by the word or however you want to charge, this stuff gets billed either by the month or by the word or by the inputs. And and more importantly, it's done in seconds where I might take two weeks to craft a sales page, right? So for this slice of the population that simply doesn't or doesn't want to see the difference in that kind of copy, it's the perfect solution. Uh, that is, as I say, that is, if it's accurate and it's not been plagiarized, then it's not going to get penalized. Hey, agency owners, are you looking for a strategic and reliable white label partner to scale your agency business? E2M is the number one white label partner for digital agencies when it comes to website design, web development, e-commerce, SEO, and content writing. E2M is trusted by over 150 agency partners and has been providing white label services for the last 10 years. Their team has over 170 experts and is on a mission to help 500 agencies increase their revenue and profit margins with impactful white label services. Check out their transparent and flexible white label pricing at e2msolutions.com forward slash gurus. That's www.e2msolutions.com forward slash u-g-u-r-u-s. E2M is currently running a special discount for 10% off for your first three months. Check it out now. It's available for a limited time. I like that you're using it to outline and to actually do some work. I, I don't know if it's uh, what was like the, uh, uh, the, I think it was Blade Runner 2049, right? You had like the Jared Leto <laughs> yeah. character. I don't know if you, like, I, I almost imagine like, in 10 years, you and I are going to be having this conversation and you're, you're, you'll be like all jacked up on, you know, you'll, you'll have like the implants and you'll have, you know, and your copywriting yeah. will like, you know, you'll, it'll be like the master chef with the machine and you're just going to like, yeah. you're going to like wave your, your, your word wand and you're just going to be like, buy my things. Like, I don't know why I want to buy all these products, but like everything that I look at that Rick's and writes, I just can't help myself but buy it. Right. Like, is that is that the future of enhanced? I, for one, welcome our robot overlords. <laughs> <laughs> Just have you'll have Chad GPT implanted in your brain with the custom, <laughs> the custom like we'll we'll get the Rickson consciousness and we'll load it into the Chat GPT, and then maybe we could all write like Rickson. <laughs> I, I like that. It sounds like I got, I could build a franchise. It sounds like you're saying. No, I mean there is there is uh it's funny you're talking about movies. I was reminded of a of a movie called Sleeping with the Enemy. In some ways that's how I started using it. And then I realized that there's actually pieces that can help here. It helps me outline, helps me brainstorm, gets rid of writer's block. You know, it'll it'll do a it'll do a prompt that I can then disagree with and that gets my juices flowing, you know. And sorry, by prompt, I mean a small P prompt. Like it'll prompt me to start thinking about it as opposed to the, the prompt as any input that you use to, to make it tell you something. 
So, so the AI, yeah, the AI is not telling you what to write. Yeah. It's like, Aaron, you, you haven't been writing for the last three hours. You've just gotten 17 <laughs> espressos and you've checked uh, BuzzFeed 14 times. It's time to write that, that blog post now. It's like uh, 2001. I'm sorry, Aaron, I can't do that. <laughs> Open the open the door, Chat DBT. I'm sorry, Aaron. I can't do that. <laughs> oh man, that's that's the 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 productivity AI. You will stay in your your writing cubby until you have gotten your 15 words today. <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, this the future is here, and and it just depends on how it's it's gonna be. I, I saw somebody say. In five years, we're going to chuckle because it'll be a tool that everybody uses, like the iPhone. There's a lot of people talking about it right now, including you and I. Because it's new and because, holy mackerel, it sure looks good. You know, where will we be in 24 months? Think about, think about what can change in, in, the space of, in the space of three years. You know, three years ago, you and I were hearing about some kind of pathogen in China, and then look what happened, right? Well, who, who? I mean, yeah, there's the pandemic. Let's talk about Clubhouse, man. I had so many people that were telling <laughs> yeah, me, you know, you're going to be but sitting on Clubhouse all day and talking about your work. <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't um, know a dang person that is still on Clubhouse. Not a one. I do not eat. Not a one. I, I and do I don't even think they're making money. They don't, I think they're. I think they're done. I think they're toast. I don't think they've been able to monetize it. I think it's time for a, a MySpace resurgence. Let's bring MySpace back. Yeah, yeah. Let's all be friends with Tom again. I'm dating myself. You know, I turned 50 <laughs> in a month, so I'm that old. Where MySpace, I was at the front, forefront of MySpace. But there. Dude, and you friends... only need to write copy for another few years, and then you're. <laughs> you're <laughs> yeah, I can just retire. I can. I'll be obsolete. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, all these thoughts go around in my in my head. My wife got me a curse word calendar and it's, it's a, it's a picture. It's a very pretty calendar with like these sort of, uh, birds, like, uh, taken from 1800s books, like these really pretty woodcut birds with like curse words on it. And, uh, today says, I am no longer surprised by this bullshit. That's basically my mantra for, for, well, you know, three months from now, there's going to be some new technology we're all, Losing our minds over you and I'll be back on the podcast talking about how it's going to put an end to uh, to podcasts or digital learning or you know the end of you gurus because everybody's just going to have all the knowledge they need and plant it in their eyeball or I don't know what it's it's uh, we live in interesting times, man. Hey, man, if if uh, if it was just about getting the knowledge, if that was the secret to success, then we'd all be we'd all be billionaires because because it's all out there. But, uh, you know. Yeah, not to put too fine a point on it, but that's what I do. I'm in the inside business. It's, you know, I take that knowledge, I take that information, and there's a defined process by which you assimilate that and synthesize it and then let it sit. And then all of a sudden, you know, everybody that's listening has experienced this when you suddenly think of a phone number you've been trying to think of or you remember the name of that movie you wanted to see. Your brain just goes, there you go. That's what it's like for me. I'm in the inside business. I will take in all your inputs and spit out the thing that's going to help you 2x or 3x your conversions or double your revenue or whatever. And AI is just not there. Well, hopefully it doesn't get there anytime soon, man. Or if it does, (laughs) 
You just won't tell us that you got the chip implanted in your brain. And we're like, man, he's so good. He's just staying ahead of the time. So we'll, uh, we'll have you back on. I'm sure. Uh, and let's, let's definitely get you back on in a year. We'll see how it's changed. I hope business is well. I know, I know for us, man, strong start to the year. Best ever. You know, people right are talking about, you know, lots of weird, funky things in the economy or this or that. But I think, you know, I'm, I'm super bullish on digital. I'm bullish on agencies, you know, regardless of what is going on right now with, with AI yeah. or this or that. I mean, I think businesses are going to be looking to the agencies to help them to adopt these technologies. And so far, I haven't seen anybody lose a job uh, from AI. If anything... It's just created yet another digital gold rush for people to uh, to yeah. monetize and to help more folks out with and to do things more efficiently and faster and bigger. And I think all of these different <laughs> things have uh, have created more jobs and have created more wealth and value for all of us. So I imagine that's going to be the same thing with uh, with this AI conversation. Uh, Rick, so I know we've had you on the episode a couple of times or on the show a couple of times. Uh, we're going to do the lighting round again anyways. Um, we're just going to see, we're going to match up your answers and see if uh, if it is the AI answering. Uh, what is <laughs> what is the best advice you've ever received? Uh, well, I remember the, what I said the last time. I won't say it again. <laughs> it, was, it was slightly off color. <laughs> last time I said, never get caught with a dead animal or a live child. But look at that. I said it again. <laughs> <laughs> I think the best advice I ever received was keep keep going, keep trying. When you're down, get back up. I mean, that's I, I was telling my wife about this the other day. Uh, I'm here. I've built this career. I built this house because I've never stopped pushing. And you know, AI is going to be what it's going to be, and I'll find a way to find my way through it. You know, which of your personal habits has contributed most to your success? Well, it's that stick to itiveness, that persistence. That and the ability to write really, really fast. Can you share an internet resource, a tool or app that you've been using lately that you think our listeners would find valuable? Well, Brent, I've been using ChatGPT. <laughs> no, I, uh, I do. I have been tinkering with ChatGPT. I've also been using a wireframing tool called Justin Mind. It's a desktop wireframing tool that actually looks pretty interesting. Justin Mind, I wireframe for my clients. That and Evernote, I... Uh, I um, have been using a lot lately. And of course, I always love MindMeister, the mind mapping tool that helps me out when I'm trying to get my thoughts out. And uh, I've been using, I've been, I've been making a audio course and I've been using Descript. If you don't know Descript for editing video and audio, it's super cool. It, uh, you can edit the transcript the same way that you'd edit any document. And then it edits the audio or video for you based on the, the edits you make in the transcript. And what book would you recommend and why? At the moment on my desk, I have Reality and Advertising by Ross Reeves. This Ross Reeves was the guy that invented the unique sales proposition. Always good to read uh, old, older copywriting books. This one's from the 60s. Over there, I have a book by the guy that started Kickstarter called This Could Be Our Future, A Manifesto for a More Generous World. That's Yancey Strickler. And this is one of my little secret weapons. This is exactly what to say by Phil M. Jones. This one is full of 23 tips for how to use persuasive or how to work persuasive phrases into your language. I'm not sure it's for you, but you should check out exactly what to say by Phil M. Jones. 
And if you've read the book, you know what I just did there. And Rickson, we're going to link out to those books and all that good stuff on our show notes page, yougurus.com slash podcast. So if you've been listening to this on the road and you're like, man, he just listed out a whole bunch of cool stuff and I didn't have a chance to write it down. Just go to our website, yougurus.com. Click on podcast. If you listen this week of, you'll see an image of Rickson. We'll probably have AI generated for us just to keep things interesting. Uh, and click on him and you will find out all those links, all those takeaways, all that good stuff. Um, we didn't even talk about AI images. I have a great picture I have to show you. I asked it to make me Jesus, except for if he was on HR Puff and stuff. It's a it's a it's an incredible picture. I got a penicillin on. We'll get it over to uh, Emily, and we will add it to our show notes page. So if you're interested in that, um, we can maybe uh, well, depending on what it looks like, we may or may not have it. We might link to Rickson's website, so at least there's like you know, it'll be a no follow link too. Um, he, has, he has vampire fangs. <laughs> it's the greatest picture in the world. <laughs> Rickson, how can our audience? find out more about you is there anything that you have that they can check out i have a neat little uh, thing on my homepage about using a ps to get more response out of your sales page or your uh email but you know me i don't think i've ever pitched anything on your show ever if you want you can go to rickson.com and and say hello to me there w-r-i-x-o-n.com well check out rickson.com also, if you want to get to our, uh, our show notes page, we'll link out to Aaron's LinkedIn, um, his websites, and uh, also that resource there as well, yougurus.com forward slash podcast. And just for good measure, one more AI pickup line because I just can't stop. <laughs> if, if your heart was a prison, I'd want to be sentenced for life. <laughs> that's actually not too bad I'm going to try that one on Valentine's Day on Jen <laughs> alright well that's it for this week's episode of the Digital Agency Show Rickson thanks again for stopping by the program my man thank you it's been a good time and stay tuned each and every week for more great content coming to you to help you grow your digital agency so you can achieve freedom in business and life until next time I'm Brent Weaver We've put together an agency accelerator package for agency owners and growing freelancers looking to scale. We've got all kinds of free resources like the 39 lead gen strategies checklist, our $20,000 website proposal template, live trainings hosted by yours truly, free access to our community group, and much, much more. Get access now and dive in at yougurus.com forward slash agency. That's yougurus.com forward slash agency. 